Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. It's the neighborhood that hopes to land Utah's professional baseball team. The question becomes, how do we pay for this? I'm thumbs down on it because of taxation. If it's building a Major League Baseball stadium, I love all the taxes. A live broadcast from Salt Lake's Power District. This is an in-depth look at the visions for a pro team in Utah, the future of Salt Lake's West Side, and the people who live there. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie DeGenevic on KSL News Radio. Hey, we're in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, the game is tied up. We've got a runner on third, and it sounds like the Utah legislature might throw us a curveball later today when it comes to the billion dollar ballpark proposal, the component of the plan that Utah taxpayers will fund. Trust me when I say the whole team at KSL News Radio at Broadcast House is on deck right now. We're actually like in the batter's box waiting to take a swing at this story. So the moment uh, Utah lawmakers unveil what we believe could be a new plan. Now remember, the plan in place right now would be to increase the hotel room tax, the transient room tax as it's called, uh, just a little bit. Uh, to help fund this billion-dollar plan, at least the taxpayer, the publicly funded component of it, and increase the car rental tax, too. Uh, But we don't know how that's going to shake out because they paused the legislation this morning in a very dramatic moment, Dave, um, and said, we got to go back to the drawing board. They're back in the dugout, like working through the X's and O's right now to figure out how they can make Southern Utah happy, the taxpayers down there, because there's some heartache over funding a major league ballpark in Salt Lake City with increased taxes. Yeah, the manager came storming out of the dugout to to shut down the game for a minute and say, hey, listen, we've we've got some issues, maybe a few streakers going across the field. <laughs> Right. I mean, there there's some details to this program that need to be ironed out. And I think a lot of the, the small, smaller rural uh, communities are asking, OK, listen, if you guys want to build your stadium, fine. But what's in it for us? What are we going to get? And there have been some concessions made, uh, specifically, at least the last time we read through Ryan Wilcox's, Representative Wilcox's bill, was money being set aside to pay for some search and rescue. Because oftentimes, if, if someone gets lost uh, out in the wilderness, these smaller communities, they mobilize, they send out search and rescue, and that is very expensive. So while we're on the air, uh, Ryan Smith. Smith, the owner of the Utah Jazz, throws us a fastball right down the middle and tweets out about a revitalized downtown, which is what maybe we're about 10 minutes uh, west of downtown out here. And his tweet remind us of what it said, Dave. It kind of teased us. Well, first of all, he tweets out a rendering, kind of a proposal for a new jazz stadium. And that is really the aha moment that that I had because I've been warning. I said, there is no way you're going to build a billion-dollar Major League Baseball stadium, another billion dollars for an NHL stadium, and not have the Jazz try to tap the same funding, right? there. Of course, the Delta Center needs to be rebuilt. So he tweets out this, uh, this new rendering for a new Jazz stadium, and he says, this is what the heart 
of downtown would look like with NBA and NHL at its core. Um, and so we wanted to get Hans, Hans Olsen on the line. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Hans, uh, from KSL Sports Zone. Hans, I, I mean, this is so fast. Everything is moving. We're talking baseball. We're talking hockey and now the jazz. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about Ryan Smith? He said this isn't just about an arena. This is about revitalizing downtown. Can you speak to what he's doing right now? Well, I think there's a couple things, Dave. It's great to be on with you and Debbie. Thanks for having me on. Um, he has had a lot of heat on him because there was rumors that maybe there'd be a move to the point of the mountain, maybe the Draper area. So I think this tweet is kind of indicating like, no, my vision is downtown. And he's kind of doubling down on that. He's also trying to create that vision so people can see it. And I think I, I totally understand the tweet. I understand where it's coming from because the rumors were getting really thick that he was going to potentially move the jazz to Draper. And I don't think that that's going to be the case. I don't know if that ever was going to be the case. I just think that came along with a lot of rumors. Hans, what's the probability of having um, an NBA arena, um, a court and an ice rink underneath it? <laughs> Does that, are we talking, is, is it, do you know anything about that vision? Um, if they rebuild uh, the Delta Center uh, and they include an NHL ice rink? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, very possible, very reasonable. And, you know, that's something that they could replicate easy. That's, that's been around for a lot of years. And, you know, you just look at the current Delta Center, Debbie, and they've got the ice underneath the uh, hardwood. And, and they can have the Disney on ice in there in any given moment. And it's a matter of, I can't remember, I actually remember hearing somebody talk about it. It was like a 12-hour transition period to go from court to ice and have everything set up and ready. So, Well, I'm thinking not, that they host figure skating back during the Olympics, if my memory serves, at the at that, yeah. in that, at that at the Delta Center, right? Yeah, and, and also, Debbie, they, they have the Kings typically come in, but they do have one NHL game every year that comes in that they host. So the, the court and the ice is a great combo. It's something that's in most major arenas and something that they could replicate pretty easily. Having an NBA and an NHL team and a baseball uh, arena just you know five minutes away from from the Delta Center, uh, is there enough fans? Is there enough support? Do you think to carry all of those new franchises? So this one's tough, Dave, because I, I try to be so pragmatic in these conversations because I'm so biased because yeah. my world is sports. So every every time I hear rumors of a new major league or a new um, professional league coming to Salt Lake, then I sit there and shake my fist and champion the cause. But I really do try to be pragmatic because there are people that don't have interest in it. And there are people that will have tax ramifications put on their tables in the middle of a very difficult, already a very difficult financial time. And they're going to have to deal with those tax ramifications. And Debbie, I know that you were talking about it being hotel and, and rental car tax, but you always wonder, is there going to be some ramification on sales tax? Right. And it's, sometimes we act like hotel tax doesn't get us or rental car tax doesn't get us. But in the long run, every time we attach tax to anything, all of us feel it at some point in our lives. I will tell you that I do think that we have the – I do think we've got the numbers, and I do think that we 
have built up an infrastructure that can handle it. And I think that we've got corporations that can get us corporate dollars and can support it. And so I do think that we're in a great place for it. But again, I I just want to take a step back and look at this from a Utah's point of view and not just a sports personality point of view. And that's, that's where the, you know, that's where the debate starts. I think that's what you guys are really um, getting down to the brass tacks of. Well, Hans, thanks. Uh, I'm with you. I'm so excited about it. I'm blinded by it. I'm having a hard time separating because the emotions are so big right now because it's such an intriguing, fascinating, exciting moment. But we really have to make sure we know exactly what we're talking about as far as the funding, the long-term commitment, and and who this is going to impact the most. And to Hans' point, yes, there would be a sales tax component associated with an NHL arena. Um, we were talking about that just a week ago with State Senator Dan McKay when he called the show the day after the MLB proposal for the billion dollars of taxpayer money was unveiled. He unveiled the NHL arena billion dollar plan and that would impact sales taxes exclusively in Salt Lake City. It would go from 7.75% to 8.25%. Doesn't sound like a lot, but Hans, you bring it up. Excellent point. When you are the taxpayer, all already looking at you know a higher food bill and higher gas prices and then you're hearing from lawmakers up the road that they want to increase other taxes around you it can feel it can feel overwhelming great conversation we're not done here we're still uh broadcasting live until noon till we hand it off to maria back in the newsroom for all the day's news uh from the from the ballpark area this is where the mlb stadium would be built we are in the shadows of the smokestacks Uh, the debate is whether they'll stay or go it remains to be seen uh but this neighborhood is going to be directly impacted and we've been at the state fair park a broadcasting live which is right across the street dave all morning long yeah it's it's an area as you're driving down it needs some work it needs some investment there's a lot of uh, rundown areas, uh, unoccupied businesses. It needs a desperate infusion of money, and this is what's being dangled right now, a $3.5 billion investment. Well, the State Fair Park will be impacted, too, so let's talk to them about what they anticipate next.